Live from HMD Studio, it's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. should be thrown out by now (laughs) if your leftovers are not thrown out by now i'm praying for your stomachs and whatever demons are (laughs) congealing within it that they be expunged i will pray for you however busy boys are back welcome to another edition of stay busy with armand sadler where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture i am your host armand sadler the leading macaroni and she is connoisseur chef uh, throughout the world, vegan chorizo poppy, of course, founder of Bald Nigga Ballers. I'm here, not alone. Here with my guy. I took a little trip down to elsewhere, had a little dip. <laughs> I, I tried to come with a rhyme there, but my guy, how, how you feeling, man? Doing well, man. My my place was good. Yeah, they look good. They yeah, look good. no. We, my shout out to my sister. She hooked it up. We did talk about the hashtag lack of Mac, but you know the lack of <laughs> Mac. So <laughs> our mom was getting on me, y'all, because I. <laughs> My plate had a lack of Mac, yeah. but my, my people's really um, put together the menu, and re- I mean, they were like ahead, like mm-hmm. a month ahead, told me the menu and everything, and yeah. you know, I was gunning for the Mac, but they I got outvoted, but you know what? It wasn't something that I missed. Right. It would have, you know, it would have obviously like added to the plate. Mac never, never, Mac never hurts the plate. Right. Right. Unless it speaks it's bad to how Mac. good everything else was if you ain't need the Mac. So it, that's, that's dope. Exactly. That's right. Dope. So we were good. Had a good turkey. We had short ribs. Mm. Short ribs was, it was it was hitting slow ropes in the crock pot. They did the crock pot short ribs. Short ribs be going. The joints was crazy. Um, my sister did some homemade dressing, so she like made the bread from scratch for the, okay. for stuffing dressing. You know, whatever, whatever y'all say. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, I was just. Well, you got to appeal to everyone, right? You know I was just, I was illuminating that point. <laughs> but uh, no, my sister made my dad's dressing. My dad's dressing is fire. Shout I'm out sure. To I'm sure. Uh, so she made his, but made the fresh bread with the little brioche. Come on, man. <laughs> we can the get into it. Stuffing. Listen, Oof. the bourgeoisie, you know how we do it when we eat. <laughs> it's time to eat. <laughs> the early folks don't eat. Man. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. Well, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Uh, shout out to everyone. Hope you all had a happy and safe and enjoyable Thanksgiving. And uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday didn't kill your pockets too much. But, of course, we want to shout out to our listeners tapping back in for season three and any new listeners, whether you like Damage or Good Days, Zelle or Apple Pay, Best Part or Get You, and Chickpeas or Lentils. So I just want to point out something real quick. Armand is not chewing a sucker. He bit his tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if it sounds like I have a lisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not a lisp. It just sounded like you were eating something. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Nah, yeah. he, he good, though. I'm going through it, but I'll, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> uh, so Damage or Good Days. That's a good question because we're going to get into it early. I Oh, man. I remember when I first heard Good Days, too. Mm-hmm. Dang. We put it in the surround sound at the crib in California. Dang. Uh, I'm going to say Damage, though, still. Yeah. This is a, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I think... 
<sighs> I don't know. I I might go. I'm, I'm gonna go damage. I'm gonna damage. Go damage. Okay. I good. like damage better. But it's it's like it's like picking. What is it? It's like pick. I don't even know what to compare it to. Like it, both of them are great. Yeah, so no, you can't go wrong either it, way. It, it's mood. I think it's mood based. Right. It might right. be mood based. You know Good days is a little. It's like a little, a little brighter. A little brighter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then damage is like slightly moody. I guess kind of sort of, but not really. Like yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's it. it, 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 it damage gives a few different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it fits a little more with that. It's got a more classic feel to it. Zell definitely. Zell absolutely. Apple don't need more. No more money. No more service. They all right. I just appreciate Zell because it goes right into my account. Apple Pay. You can you can use the Apple Wallet, Apple Card, but like you gotta if you want to transfer it to your bank, get that one gotta, or three business days. Still. Yeah, yeah. Or you can hit the instant, but then you get a fee. It's like that's whack, bro. Like, I don't do the instant, bro. I need all my coins. I, I need every it. cent, every half cent, every time. I wait three days. Run it. I respect. Best you. part, I get you. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with personally get you. Mm-hmm. Best part is a. I mean, that's a it's a wedding record. When you yeah. when you when you reach wedding records, you know, you're in there. Daniel but, came out the gate. Yeah, I, get you was the him. one that like got my attention. About I remember, him, you know? I remember when, when when you would do those little tweets, just tweeting out like the artists and like the song titles. You would you would you would post get you a lot. That's what made me listen to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that, that's a joint. Chickpeas or lentils? Ooh, ooh. See, growing up, my sister's godmother used to make lentil soup a lot. Mm. Um, this really good lentil soup, and I mean. You know, it's funny. Growing up, I called chickpeas garbanzo beans. I never yeah, called them yeah, chickpeas yeah. until <laughs> yeah. I came over here and then yeah. called them chickpeas on the mm-hmm. East Coast. Um, it's going to be chickpeas, though. Because mm. Shout out to G. Gregory, if you're listening, shout out to you. I'm going to choose chickpeas because that's all he eats. Chickpeas are elite. Man. That's all he they're eats. They're great. Like, <laughs> they make eating healthier so much more enjoyable because they're so good. You can have them with anything. They're solid. They're also alkaline, too, for mm. the vegan folks or people who want to be healthy and want to know that sort of stuff. Very important. So it's, it's, it's good on the pH scale. Yeah. I would go with chickpeas, too. Word. I uh, definitely want to give a shout out. We had a great month last month with our guests. want to shout out to Hush Forte, mm-hmm. Brittany Ortiz, um, Justin okay. Davis, of course, aka J Five, my guy. Um, shout out to Reggie Beckton, busy sessions as well. Make sure you uh, tap into all of our previous episodes. Busy sessions is a YouTube exclusive, so tap into that as well. But we got some more heat coming for y'all. We about to end strong in twenty twenty two. We coming out the gate with something crazy, and a big part of that is our VP of everything, Kieran Hurley. <laughs> The Kieran, man, the man, man. We appreciate you, dude. Od, we appreciate Od, you, Kieran, the man you. that you cannot see. But you can feel, of course, shout out Anchor, our distribution platform. If you do not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to all streaming platforms, and you get some sponsored ads regardless of your listenership. And shout out to HMD Studio, Camden, holding it down. On the boards. As always, let's jump into this chat. We don't want to take too much time in this chat because we got a big board meeting to get to, but there are some things to chat about. So what was your outfit to Spotify rap today? <laughs> That's that funny. No, I see that. Yo, I see somebody. It was you. I think it was you. Somebody too was like, "What y'all wearing to Spotify rap?" Lately? Nah, it wasn't. It, wasn't it was you? somebody. I, I, I wouldn't okay, take credit okay, for that. Okay. It was a great tweet though. I seen that and I was like, "Yo, that's mad funny." I, I tweeted what you wearing to Plate Olympics by Jacques. Shout out that's, to Jacques. That's with, what you said. With Plate Olympics, Jacques. That shit was hilarious, bro. Everyone follow hashtag Plate Olympics yeah. for the next holiday. I think he does Christmas too. He did. He did Christmas last year. He, he did, did Christmas. Up. So yeah. y'all gonna have to get your plates right. 
make sure your pictures is right. Yeah. Jacques, you didn't look at my plate. I sent you a video, but you didn't <laughs> get to my plate. My plate was, was it was a good plate. It was a good plate. I don't think I would have got voted out, but you know, yeah. shout out to Rush. So, uh, who else had a pay? I think well, Wilson ended up winning. Wilson, Wilson yo, Wilson with the gun and play, the, the jaw off and the sturdy. Oh Mac. man, mm. the Mac was mm-hmm. hefty. Yeah, hefty and healthy. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so yeah, played Olympics, <laughs> eight for five jock. Yeah, yeah, he still got it up in his IG highlights. So you can yeah. access it. But, so, uh, what were your um, what if you of your Spotify rap? What do you want to share? I'll share everything, man. I, I took screenshots of everything just I so didn't. I was just so I was familiar. Uh, but it really wasn't all that surprising for me. My top artist, of course, was Drake. My top songs were uh, Division Record, two Division Records at number one and number four. Wanted Needs by Drake and Lil Baby. I knew I really liked that song. I didn't know I played it that much to where it would be the like one of my top songs of the year. Yeah, when uh, I seen that, I was like, oh, really? Yeah, Having yeah. Our Way, Drake Migos, Straightening Migos. That one I understand. Straightening, I've, I've played. Like, <laughs> Straightening is my joint. I love that joint. Um, it's a gym joint. I, I play Culture 3 when I work out. All yeah, so oh, it's a great it gym. It was on album. my, yeah. Great gym. Album. My top artist, Drake, Division, Party Next Door, Migos, Young Thug. Completely checks out. Really not surprised by that. One thing that Apple Replay does that I wish Spotify Replay does what it showed i wish it showed you your top albums of the year like apple replay okay. shows you the albums that you listen to right. the most spotify would give you top song top five songs top artists top five artists right. moods genres all that i wish it showed you the albums that you played the most i think culture three would have obviously been up there for me one of our friends from cornell works there now and works on that specific so we're gonna give her that feedback well, what's her name nina what's up nina nina yeah nina kitella no We'll talk about it. Okay, whatever. I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, yeah, Spotify rap was dope. You know, it's cool to see how they uh, evolve it every year. Um, yeah, yeah, Apple Music people was hating. Oh, they was on the timeline mad. Like, no one cares what I listen to. Y'all got bad taste. I would never want to go to a party on the aux. You got to understand, Spotify rap is wrapping up your top right. listen to thing. Literally. It's not all everything you listen to. Because you also get a top 100 songs playlist. They make you a top 100 songs playlist. So then, of course. You can see a little more variety there, but like. Yeah, Apple Music people stop hating. Just tell Apple to, to love y'all more. You get it's top bland, songs, yeah. top artists, but it looks top albums. It looks, it's ugly. Oh, it looks it's ugly. Bad. It's ugly. And it's and, and y'all got a screenshot to put it up. Spotify lets us share it directly to the story. They thought it through. Yeah. So, but yeah, Spotify rappers dope, man. You know, it's, it was a, it's good good to wrap up the year. Um, good to see you know. See us stay busy on people's lists as well. That's, yeah. That always feels really good. Shout out to that. Um, but yeah, so oh, hope y'all fits to Spotify wrapped. We're, uh, we're Liddy. <laughs> so there was some some thought, some commotion regarding our guy Brent Fiaz. People thought that he would be dropping an album this past weekend. He uh, tweeted the word Wasteland. You know, Brent, Brent is very... Um, what's the word? He's very mysterious in that way. He'll just tweet one thing and everyone will think, right. oh, music, music, music. <laughs> So he was tweeting Wasteland. It's like, I'm in his text community thing. So whenever he has music coming, he texts us. I ain't getting no text from him. So I was like, I don't think the album is coming. I mean, if he's going to surprise drop, that's cool. And then he ends up putting Mercedes on YouTube audio and then eventually his streaming platforms. Um, so Mercedes is dope. It's dope. It's produced by Atu, songwriting from The Dream. Um, and it's it's your Curious. Yeah, it's it's your typical Brent type stuff. He's like, you know, I I can't cuff you, but being my girl, it's like, you know, it's too hot, it's too hot out here. You and you you might think being my girl is just driving a Mercedes. Like, no, it's more than that. Like, you you got to deal with all these other women who trying to get at me. It's, it, it may not be for you. Like, you know, it's 
It's an interesting take. He 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 gets this reputation for being toxic, but like he he be telling women like you don't want this problem. Like like <laughs> someone who's toxic will be like nah, like <laughs> come get with me. I'm gonna have all my other ones, but I'm gonna have you too. He be like you don't want this, so stay away from me. Like I don't know. I I admire how how honest he is in that way. Have you seen the video with him when he's painting with the uh, with homegirl and they talking about like relationships and stuff? No, you got to watch that video. He he goes into it. Brandon, he said he was in like a little throuple situation at the time. <laughs> Brent would not surprise me. Would not surprise me. Brent be into it. Brent is a Lothario. <laughs> Lothario. <laughs> um, but Wasteland oh set to be coming soon. I'm excited for it. One thing about Mercedes, the thing that we talked about when Gravity came out is Brent's production. He's pushing it in a different direction. He's pushing. He's yeah. pushing it in a direction where his. His, his 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 casual fans, his more you know, his fans that have been kind of conditioned a certain way, they're gonna have to prepare themselves for something new. But it, mm-hmm. it all sounds good. Mercedes is good. Wasting time with Drake is really good. Gravity is really good. Dead Man Walking. Show is you good. off is my Show favorite. Show you off is great. Show you off is my favorite Brent from the last after after the album post album. Yeah. My favorite Brent. Yeah, so it's great to see him expand and work with different producers. And um, yeah, I, I think and I like that Wasteland. It kind of aligns with um, F the world, fuck the world th- thematically, like Wasteland. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kind of it that. connects. It connects. I'm, I can't think of the exact it's, word it's right 2. now. It's 2.0. Right, gives exactly. 2. 0, yeah. So it's like, okay, he's kind of continuing something there. But sonically, it sounds like it's going to be completely different, which is great. Yeah. Which is great because I think his 2019-2020 perspective and his 2021-22 perspective are completely different. So I look forward to what he comes with uh, with that. But Mercedes, enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it. Another dope record that we got this past weekend. If you wonder if I hear you, <laughs> I do. SZA is, SZA is coming. Uh, I Hate You dropped. She she dropped this maybe like a month ago, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. A three-pack on SoundCloud uh, with Johnny, Nightbird, and then I Hate You, and I Hate You is the one that everyone loved. So she officially released it this past weekend. Production by Thank God for Cody, Sir Dylan, Rob Bissell, Carter Lang. Really dope record. And the, the, there's that one part where she's like, Shitty of you to make me feel just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like a line she'd used before. So I was like Googling it, trying to see, like, it, was she doing a callback to an old song uh-huh. she did? I don't know if it was the lyrics or the melody, but I don't know. It was, just, it was like this nerdy thing that I really loved. Yeah. And, it's it's a, it's great. Like, it's, uh, it is, <laughs> it's a really great song. It's, it's strong melodies. It's 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 repeatable. It's it's grabs you immediately. Mm-hmm. It's 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 quintessential SZA. Yeah, it's what we want from her. And it's crazy how she's becoming this like not becoming. She is this R and B artist where every every time she drops or alludes to a drop, we're going crazy about it. Like she's yeah. she's it's kinda like she got the stardom connected to it, bro. Yeah, and it's just like, and we've talked about this on the pod before. The fact that like it's just a couple EPs, control and then features that have really gotten her to this point, but control was just such a big moment for her. Like she's bruh, it's nourishing Let's, it's music gotta stick, bro. Yeah. It gotta stick. Mm-hmm. So Please, yeah. yeah. You 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 want the luxury of being able to put something out almost four, over four years ago, and people be craving more, and you don't have to put anything out because people can still just go right back to control. The, the, the people don't hate SZA; they're not mad at her because she hasn't dropped because they know what's coming is going to be quality. They take their time, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I love to hate you. Looking forward to um, you know, whenever whenever SZA decides to drop because I know it's going to shake R and B up. Um, Tierra Wax, she dropped an EP, rap, uh, three song EP production from Jay Melodic, T minus, Jay Lewis, Sam Galatry. Galatry, thank you. Yeah, he's, I was, he's dope. I was he's dope. <laughs> Sam is dope, man. But uh, Tierra's been one of my favorite rappers, 
not I don't want to say woman rappers, just rappers in general. Since I got introduced to her in 2018 with Wack World, remember that project? The one minute songs, joints. fifteen minutes. The one minute, one joints, minute yeah. each song. It was just so creative. That was creative. so different, that so refreshing. Creative. I've been craving a Tierra project ever since then. So to get a short EP, three songs, but it's like. I I prefer it over just one single. Like I don't. I don't singles are cool. I, I don't, I'm not mad at singles, but it's like I I want the product. So getting three packs, a, yeah. a, a bit a bit more of a coll- collection of songs it was was cool. She's rapping great, of course. Like ain't you know not to make it a woman thing, but I, to me there ain't too many women of this new crop that that could that could measure up to her rap wise. I would love to hear y'all y'all debate me on that. But um yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, Tierra's Tierra's dope. Uh, Khalid dropped a new EP, Scenic Drive, mm-hmm. nine-song EP, features from Alicia Keys, Black, Lucky Day, Quinn, Kiana Lede, Maja Jordan, J.I.D., Smino, and Ari Lennox, production from Kenny Beats and several other producers. Um, upon my first listen, I was like, okay, this is good. I, I, I like Khalid. I really liked his initial, uh, his debut album, American Teen. Uh, everything since then is kind of slightly declined mm-hmm. for me and the he as an artist we talked about this in the car he's being branded a very different way when he first came out he was this like bright-eyed young kid very kind of yeah. towing the line between country pop slight r&b and as he's as time has passed and he's collabed with these different artists black maja jordan and i i love the artists he's collabing with but the packaging and the branding of him is different yeah. he's talking more about like smoking weed which he wasn't really that that much on initially yeah. and like not, again not that i have a problem with weed and like this but right. it's just like he he's and not that i have a problem with artists changing or growing but it seems like they're trying to push him in a way where he's more r&b which is not not we love r&b but something about it just doesn't feel trying as to make him cool as, right him too right cool thank you that's perfect it it seems like they're trying to make him too cool and he, it feels like he's losing the authenticity that he had on american teen that made me love it location saved coaster like records like those i i love that album like that was one of my favorite albums of 2017 and ever since then he's he's come he's gone i mean obviously he gets really big features you know uh put it in on the way that high and black that joint is crazy incredible record but it's kind of oh like God. khalid at this point who are you What's the story, the story that you're trying saying. to tell? Like, the story? You can make good music forever, but good, good music and good music that connects to people and tells a story is what takes you from being a good artist to a great artist yeah. to someone who literally and like he's got a huge fan base. Like his following is he's nuts. on a stream. Well, that's like yeah. I mean, all the things like we were talking about. You yeah. know, he's he's at the point now where he's with you know he's a major label act. Like he's mm-hmm. you know he's a huge act. Um, so he's gonna get the big. He's gonna get the big budget. He's yeah. gonna get the best producers. He's gonna get the best songwriters, right? Mm-hmm. So he's gonna get all those things. So it's like, what are you na- doing with it? What are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. How are you moving the needle? You know, what I'm saying, yeah. how are we gonna be talking about you in five to, to ten years from now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, it, I would hope that it, for me, yeah, nothing has been really sticking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, truthfully, I haven't really been tapped in at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, I always wish the brother well. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. oh yeah, he's doing his thing. Like, mm-hmm. good for him, but. I want I want to be locked in, you know, yeah. based on the music, and it just something's not connecting for me. Yeah, I I can say the the rollout of the project was like for me it was exciting to see to see the tracklist. A lot of my favorite artists were features on this, but like that was all the rollout was. There was no single from what I from, from, from I don't correctly. remember no single. I if remember. there was a single, it wasn't pushed that much, which is crazy because he's a really big act. 
And it was just, yeah, the cover art, and it's like, oh, I'm dropping December 3rd. It's like, you can reel us in a little more. You can do a little more to generate that excitement, to create a moment by Scenic Drive. Okay, it sounds like something conceptual. So let's get more concept than just stuff that you've kind of done before. Like, you know. I want to let the music speak, man. Some of these beats were a little more hip-hop infused, and, you know, it's cool to see you work with J.I.D. and Smino. I love Smino. Like, you know, this feature selection is great, but with this, with everything surrounding the project, like, you could have just made it more. And it just, it was, it's good. Will will I revisit it? You know, it's it's a couple days since the project dropped, so I I don't know, but will I revisit it? I, I can't. It's not something that I feel, oh, I have to go back to this right now. And that's... Now, to his defense, just, to, just for intellectual jousting, <laughs> do you think that because he's such the big profile act, that high profile act that he is, that they, because these labels, they want to recoup, they want to get that bread back, mm-hmm. that they were pushing him to just, hey, give us something, turn something in so we can put it out, and just be done? Probably. I mean, he hasn't dropped a product since 2019. So, yeah. Definitely. I I mean, we we, we know these people got contracts. They got deals. He dropped American Teen 2017. He had that EP 2018. Mm -hmm. He had his last album, which I still forget the name of 2019. And it's like, yeah, so they probably they probably wanted something else. This is this may be the last product on his contract. Maybe he just renewed, but they probably wanted something. And I think the difference between this and something like American Teen is I I I can't speak for this. I don't know if it was spoken of it, of it in, in an interview. Will someone correct me if I'm wrong? When American Teen fueled, felt more true to him, felt like something he brought to the label, and they're like, okay, bet we're gonna push this. Scenic Drive felt like something more label curated, label created. Yep. Like, nah, jump yeah. on this song with Lucky in the machine. Yeah, jump and, and I, I, we know he's genuinely friends with Black. He's genuinely friends with Major Jordan, but. I wouldn't be surprised if the label's like, yo, link up with Black again, link up with this person, rather than him creating the natural, authentic, yeah. genuine moments. And that's that's really what I want from music at the end of the day. I want everything to feel genuine. I want it to feel monumental. And, that's you know, it. maybe that's just, maybe I just have two expectations. I don't know. <laughs> nah, you don't. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because you, your ex- expectation is your expectations, yeah. right? And I think it's all about whether it's realistic for the time or also that's the thing. This is all speculation. We don't know the story. Right. Exactly. We don't know really what happened. We don't know the the background for this. Maybe this is his literal, his best foot forward. Maybe Maybe these are his throwaways. We don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, And so at the end of the day though, you can, you can want something and desire that. And that's not wrong because I feel like we, I want, I want the major acts to be pushing music forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. That's that. Um, lastly, Roddy Rich announced his next album, Live Live Life Fast, for December 17th. Now, I'm excited about this. I remember after uh, Roddy dropped, please excuse me for being antisocial, he had an interview where he talked about, I'm not in a rush to put out another album. I want to live life and experience things. I want things that I can write about. I don't want to have to create things yeah. that I'm writing about. I want things, I want actual things that have happened to me to write about i want to live life i love that and i was in this group chat where these guys were like roddy uh roddy fell off um, he hasn't released in a while the, the, and that's, that's the problem we confuse presence with falling off just because someone isn't present doesn't mean they fell off he, he's in his bag he's in, in his in right. his hole writing he's cooking he's loading up and it's like he's Anything. been on like 10 to 12 features in the last two years since dropping his album so it's not like he's been completely away he's been on some big records rockstar with the baby was number one cooler than a bitch with gonna like he's been on big stuff he just hasn't put out his own project but we've been conditioned to expect these big these 
mid-tier to big, big acts to have to release every right. year. And it's like, no, like, that's how you burn out. That's how people get tired of you. Like, you, you shouldn't do that. Like, when Gunna announced he was going to drop again this year, I was like, no, don't do that. Wanna is still great. I still listen to Wanna. I don't need another album from you. When Lil Baby said he's going to do it, I was like, no, don't do that. You Damn. had my turn and Voice of the Heroes. We don't need another album from you for a little while. So Just relax. You know what I'm, saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm happy Roddy's taking his time. I think it's going to be really good. Um, he's... Of this new crop of artists, I remember we, I was in some group chat and we had like this list of like Lil Baby, Gunna, Roddy Rich, Lil Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi, someone else. And I'm like, Roddy's towards the top for me. He's like a lot more. He's He raps as well as like Lil Baby and Gunna. He does the melodic thing as well as Gunna. I think he's way better than Playboy Cardi, to be honest. And I think that his, his mindset is like, I don't want to saturate the market too much. And, and he's got a single this year, Late at Night, that's been on the radio. It's been doing well he's on playlists. He's also a musician. So. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, and like he's gonna be here. He, yeah, he's not going nowhere. He came up on, under Nipsey. Nipsey, I know he's connected to Kendrick, so like he's got he's got some good Compton, good influences, and I think that he's he's got his head on straight. So I'm I'm looking forward to his album. I think it's gonna be pretty good. So yeah, that's our chat. Um, let's jump into our new employee of the month. Big shout out to the good brother Kemet High. Good brother. Uh, he is an associate editor and social media editor at XXL. He's got previous work at Complex, Revolt TV, Paper Magazine, True Urban Culture Magazine, Mixtape Magazine, which was founded at Syracuse University. He interned at Atlantic Records, The Fader, and The Verge. And, of course, he's a double Syracuse graduate. Got both his bachelor's and master's at Syracuse and a good brother of Alpha Phi Alpha. He wrote an article for Variety that about the weekend that The weekend showed love to and said it was dope. And that was a big moment for him and a big moment for us who support him. Uh, Kemet is really just like one, one of the most cool dudes ever. Like Genuine dude. Some dudes are like super talented and super like outward about it. And Kemet just be chilling. Like he just be like, yeah, bro. Like yeah, I just did this cool thing for XXL, but it's whatever. It's just like, I don't know. Like I, I admire that. I sometimes wish I could be like more laid back like that with my successes. Like, yeah, this is this, whatever. I'm just, what I'm supposed to do. But hey. You know, like either way, uh, I'm re- really dope to see his his uh, his grind over the last few years. He's he's given me a lot of opportunity. We've collaborated together, and uh, yeah, can't wait to see what he does next. So, shout out to our guy, new employee of the month, Kemet High. Let's jump into these slides. What are we talking, Frank? The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Mm-hmm. Living in Ladera Heights, the Black Beverly Hills, the Missouri Paradise. Vocals. So, song, <laughs> it's a, I think that might be my favorite song on Channel Orange. You know, I, I haven't revisited Channel Orange in a little Dude, bit. Channel Orange. I need to do that. Uh, I, I definitely do start to finish when I listen to it. Yeah, you have to. At this point, yeah. You have to. I had a phase where I was just like, you know, picking out singles after, mm-hmm. of course, listening to it many times. Bruh, real quick, before we get into the slides, I was at work today. I'm going to call you out by name, Mackenzie. I'm going to call you out by name. <laughs> I thought you were going to call me out. Like, what did I do? <laughs> so, my coworker, she telling me, I'm telling her I'm listening to the albums, you know, trying to catch up for Grammy week, you know, in preparation for the Grammys and just listen to new stuff. So, I'm talking about the Olivia Rodrigo album. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm about to listen to this joint, see what it's about, just to, you know, get my knowledge up. Mm-hmm. She's like, wait. How do you listen to albums? I was like, start to finish. What are you talking about? She goes, you're looking at me crazy. You're going to judge me. I said, don't say what I think you're going to say. I was like, how do you listen to albums? She said, on shuffle. 
Slow zoom. On on on, on, <laughs> Slow on she does it on first listen. First run. That's nasty. First run. That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. I don't I don't get it. I I I I don't I, I don't get that. There's nothing to get, truthfully. I I didn't speak to the rest of the day. I <laughs> I did. I'm just playing. But I, I call her Shuffle now. Her name is Shuffle. And people have given like weird explanations for it. This one dude I was talking to on IG, uh, Greston, he's a Sigma from Q's. He was talking about how like something, and I might be misquoting this, something about how he can really gauge how good the album is if he could play it on shuffle and it good still night. hits. I'm like, good day. Time out, flag on the play, on sportsman like all of the above. I don't get that. Technical. I don't get that. No. I don't, I don't get that. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't get no. that. No. Did I say no? You did okay. a couple times, but you can say it. Make sure. Why not? No. Why not? So you people who play albums on shuffle first, I I don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> There's nothing to say. What what slide did you bring, bro? <laughs> I brought something to cleanse the soul and cleanse us of this foolishness. Uh, this is uh, a track that I just I feel like I don't play enough of these type of tracks, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like a producer track. If you will, um, it, there's vocals, of course, and everything, but it, it just really, really sets the mood. It's a it's a moody track. Um, this is Sun, Moon, and Earth by Venna, featuring Jack James, produced by Venna and Marco Marco Bernardis or Bernardis. Mm. Check it out. And that's the song. It's so much there. It's so lush. The 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 soundscape that he created, that they created. You know, all of them, uh, beautiful. And I love how it's kind of like there's no immediate verse that's locking in. It's just like, just get in, 
get in the in the pot that's already cooking, that's mm-hmm. already stewing. It's kind of like you just you know walk into a, a vibe already, and mm-hmm. walk into a club or something, and there's mm-hmm. always something already something going on. You're you're trying to catch up to what's going on. Yeah. I love that feel of the track, and so I like how it's a uh, it's it, it's kind of like a really uh, slow ramp building mm-hmm. up, you know, and it catches speed, and then the vocals come in. And listening to headphones, y'all, y'all gotta get you some headphones. <laughs> there's vocals up here in the back of my back of my ear like this just creeping in nice little reverbs on them love the live instrumentation you know me mm-hmm. sax sounding crazy i think he is a sax player too Vena, if i'm not mistaken and then vocals panned left right beautiful piano chords all just the, the guitar it's just it's a beautiful track love mm-hmm. that track what you got for me buddy? definitely dope record i brought so i was uh, a couple weeks ago uh, I, I was just riding riding the train back to the crib And for some reason I was like I haven't listened to Process by Samfa oh. In so long yeah. Let me run this I ran it and I was like wow It is 2021 That album came out in 2017 And it might be the best album of 2021 Even, <laughs> even if it came out four years ago Samfa is <laughs> we, soulful, a, a gem Like we we're just we we're blessed to have Samfa So I brought Timmy's Prayer, produced by, yes. I think, Rodai McDonald, and, of course, Sampha. So let's jump into it. What a record. Now I'm about to go run that project. <laughs> generational, generational, bro. That's ugh, I love like, bro. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, go no, your your slide, your slide. I was just gonna say it. Like it, it, it's not fair. Like <laughs> it's not fair for one guy to be so talented. Like patience, <laughs> patience. You can tell he takes his time when he writes. When he he really wants to know what he wants to express. I think his word, his uh, imagery in his in his writing. Mm-hmm. 
like I mean process and then uh, that project also got the um, no one knows me uh, no one knows like the piano in my mother's home Mm -hmm. but what's the uh, 100 degrees Celsius oh yeah yeah yeah. that joint's crazy he's really in he's in a lane of his own uh, really like I think he's like truly alternative soul yep like alternative soul yeah like that's where I would place him that's what I would categorize him as um, in the truest sense of both words which is interesting to live in two places really very strong you live in two places you know um dang i would love to see him live yeah yeah no, i, I love his that. falsetto too because sometimes he does this thing where in moments you're like it's almost as if he's not gonna hit the note you mm-hmm. think he's not he doesn't have it but it, it's when you listen to actually what he's saying mm-hmm. and when he delivers it that way it's because it was meant to be that way and yep. then he goes and stuff and then obviously he's floating up mm-hmm. in the rafters but it's fine so he got that it's just there's a lot of intention. It feels like with mm-hmm. his with his uh, delivery vocally. Yeah. He's not just trying to sing well. He's emoting. He is emoting. He's 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 picking his spots, and that's the difference between him and some other acts out here these days. But uh. some ninety percent, ninety percent. Yeah. So if you want to hear that track and all these other tracks, make sure you hit the Stay Busy Slide Deck playlist on all platforms. You hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio. And if you would like a slide added to the deck, whether you're a listener or an artist, hit us at Stay Busy Pod at on Twitter or IG, or email us at Stay Busy Pod at Gmail dot com. Are you ready for the board meeting, my brother? Man, we got a good amount of time, too. Let's get it in. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it is trophy season. The Grammy nominations have come out. Like we said, there's been a, there's been some time. We've been able to let them sink in. We've been able to, you know, any feelings we've had about the list, any snubs, we've been able to let them go. Ooh. But uh, we are here to analyze, discuss, and make some predictions. So, um... Let's jump right into it. Now, this R&B category, I can speak for myself when I was definitely the most nervous hearing oh, these yeah. nominations. I'm and and they scared. saved them for towards the end, too. I was like, I, I, I think that they did this for a reason. Like, they know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's make sure that we give them a good rap category first, a good whatever, and then let's hit the, the R&B, then let's go to the overall. Right. But from the most part, speaking for myself, I can say I think that they nailed it. from For everything right. that, that I've heard, Mm-hmm. Um, for the entire landscape of, of, of R&B for the, for the eligibility period, which would be uh, late, late 2020 up till, um, up till now, now-ish, like September. Yeah, I forget specifically the time period, but this one was extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for everything within the landscape, I, I think they did very well. Bro, they, to me, they, they got it right, low yeah. key. So far as like the things that, there was not many things that I think they missed. Right. Like there were no just like obvious. What about this person? Yeah. What about that? You know, it wasn't none of that to me this time around. Yep, yep, hundred percent. So, uh, do you want to go right into this first category? Let's do it. Man. All right. So, best R and B performance for new or vocal for new vocal or instrumental R and B recordings. Lost You by Snow Allegra. Peaches, Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. Damage by Her. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic and Pick Up Your Feelings. By Jasmine Sullivan. It sound good, man. You practicing for when you announce a Grammy? <laughs> you know me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, <laughs> and the Grammy goes too. But uh, yeah, man, I I'm I'm very happy with this. It was dope to see snow <laughs> snow up here too, especially. Um, yeah, I know because of when she dropped uh, those fields again, she wasn't in the eligibility period for that. So it's dope. To see, and she, I guess she missed 2022. <laughs> yeah, but it's dope to see her here for um for this one as well. Lost you. Um, so. 
Dope to see her here. Peaches, I'm not surprised by. I as, as soon as I heard it, I saw Bieber, Daniel Caesar, mm-hmm. Giveon. I was like, okay, yeah, this is probably gonna be nominated for something. Mm-hmm. And it, granted, it's a good song. I, I well, like it's it a lot. good song, but it's not the the culture. <laughs> the culture is in this category. Yeah, it's a very very cultural. <laughs> the culture category. It's we, got- in, we, we got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, and then there's like a a weird casserole. That's that, that's the Bieber song. Right. But damaged by her, leaves the door open. Silk Sonic, Jasmine. Great to see Jasmine here. Finally. So I know um, she feels vindicated. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. So what would your prediction be? I know we've talked about this and you, you kind of had like a, uh-huh. a you were kind of in a conundrum for best R&B performance and the best R&B uh, song. Yes. Because it could go one or the other way. Right, so right. what would your prediction be for best R&B performance? So let's do it this way. I'm going to give my personal pick and then let's give yes. like what I think they're going to do. Yeah, of course. That's important. Um, my personal pick for this it's really hard <laughs> oh lord um i think my personal pick is leave the door open right mm-hmm. but i understand what pick up your feelings meant mm-hmm. right and so i would be just as happy to see that go mm-hmm. and win i think they're going to give it to leave the door open mm-hmm. just because when it came other than jasmine truthfully this year Jasmine's saying, boom, right off the top. Like, boom, anyway. hitting y'all with it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, dang, yo, the bar is set high. I seen Twitter just talking about, the bar is set so high. Well, y'all better come with it. The vocal heads, me. my snobby <laughs> vocal heads that I be following was like, see, I told y'all. I told y'all. Vocals, I told y'all. Vocals is, vocals is back. Vocals is back. Y'all better stop vibing on these tracks. Bring me some vocals. Mm-hmm. And they're right because everything after was not hitting the hotel's um, bar. It wasn't to me. It wasn't. We can go. We can go in the weeds with that. Y'all do that on Twitter. I don't want to do that right now. But when Silk Sonic dropped that and it came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. it was like whoa. Yeah. But I think that this is this is just a general conversation. This is showing y'all where we need to be at as a culture with R and B. These are the two standouts of the year. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. Damage is hard too. Great damage is a hard record. But yeah. Um, this is this is a really solid category. I'm not mad at this. I don't think Lost You is the best song on that project. I revisit that project all the time. Yeah, um, it's not. It's Tangerine not. Dream. I think is better. Tangerine Dream on my mind. Yeah. Uh, you, even the intro, Indecisive. Yeah, is Indecisive. It? In yeah. your eyes, I like it. In your eyes is like the um, special, but it's like uh, it's like the it's a Neptune joint. So either right. you like it or you don't. Yeah. Because uh, the production, but I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I think they're going to give it. My personal pick would be leave the door open. I think they're going to give it to leave the door open. But I know if they give it to Jasmine, I would be up, standing up, cheering and clapping. Elated. So happy. Yeah. For that. I think my personal pick would be pick up your feelings. I think the objective pick would be leave the door open. Yes. yes. Because again, we got We need to distinguish for those unaware. Best Army performance is for the the vocal performance. It's for the artist. Best Army song is the songwriting. Yes. So there's a distinction there. And like when we were talking about it, leave the door open. You know, just Bruno and Pack together. Like the, the harmonies, the arrangement, it's, it's all performing. It's performing. It's incredible. And then you know the fact that they performed on the Grammy stage last year. The video, all that. The video is like all performance. The yeah. whole packaging of the vocal performance and all of that is it's incredible. Yeah. So I could see why someone will put it ahead of Pick Up Your Feelings. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into Best R and B Song later and why I think you know that, that could go another way. But Best Traditional R and B Performance. This is for new vocal and instrumental traditional. 
R&B recordings. The nominees are I Need You, John Batiste, Bring It On Home To Me, BJ Chicago Kid, PJ, PJ Morton, Kenyon Dixon featuring Charlie be real. Be real, yeah. Be real. Born Again, Leon Bridges featuring Robert Glasper. Fight for You by her and How Much Can a Heart Take? Lucky Day featuring Yeba. My personal pick is Bring It On Home to Me because mm-hmm. of what it means, and I'll mm-hmm. get into that. What I think they're going to do, either it'll be John. I wouldn't be mad at that John Baptiste. I'd be like, boom, clapping for that. John Baptiste, um, or I think... I think they're going to give it to her because it's connected to a movie as well. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I, <laughs> this, I'll just, I'll just focus on what I want to focus on. Mm-hmm. Bringing it home to me is a Sam Cooke record. For those who don't know Sam Cooke, please go do your homework. Mm-hmm. Sam Cooke is the reason why all those artists exist. A lot of these artists in this category exist um, and can do their thing, especially lucky, especially <laughs> Leon Bridges. Literally that is, He's going back to that era. Um, so they're singing his song as a cover song. And it's just, these are guys who are just completely soul R&B to the core. BJ, PJ, Kenyon Dixon. People, y'all, If y'all know vocals, y'all know about Kenyon. And Charlie Brio too. So it to me, to me, that is like the most true to um, the traditional element, especially because it's a Sam Cooke cover. Yeah. To me, that's just like, yo, you, that's the obvious choice if you want to do the, the right thing to the category, right? To the, on the T. But, you know. I don't, that's not how it always goes. Mm. So <laughs> I would hope it goes that way, but anyone else, uh, you know, Leon and John, I would be more happy for them to have it um, because they kind of live in that space very heavily, like mm. very directly. They live in the traditional space, specifically John Baptiste. Yeah. Um, so I would like to see them get their shine in the category for what they put their you know, foot forward for. Mm. So, what about yourself? Yeah, I didn't. I and I didn't get to get to everything that mm-hmm. is nominated that I didn't hear. So I don't ever want to discredit something like, "Oh, that's not going to win because I don't know it." Or how is that there? I don't know because people do that. People be like, "I didn't hear that album. How is it nominated?" Just because well, you ain't hear, hear it. it. Don't, don't hear it. Yeah, don't like, hear it. So um, I did check out the "I Need You" record, John Batiste. Very dope. Very different. That's what I'm saying. But like, really good. It's like if if you appreciate music and you appreciate things beyond. Modern R and B, like you know, traditional, more, He's more in the right upbeat. category. Like yeah. it's it's dope. It's a really dope record. So I I would love to see that just because I have the familiarity with it. Of course, it would be dope to see Lucky get it. Um, but there's just always that reality that if her is nominated in a category, <laughs> her is walking walking away with something. And you know, we've talked about her a lot this season, and you and I are big her fans. And it's not it, so we don't ever want this to come off as dislike for her. She's clearly an award show darling. She's loved by the industry. She's loved by these committees. But the reality is we feel as though sometimes there are some other people that are more deserving. And it's kind of just like, and and it's tough to say that because her is so talented, multi, multi-talent, songwriting, instruments, singing. She's got it all. So it's like, you can't, you can't be mad, but you can be mad because it's like, we, it's starting to feel like, or it feels like there's an agenda. There's, there's a jig. And so, you know, there there's that reality that her could walk away with this. I'm always prepared for that. But I would love to see it go to John or um, Lucky. And I love BJ, so I'm I'm tight that I haven't heard th- that record yet. Got to um, run that one. And the, well, Leon's dope, too. So it's kind of like, you know, from, from what I've heard and the, the way you're talking about it, it seems like they got this category right, too, which is really good to see because it's not something we can say I about the Grammys often. Man, I wasn't mad at all, really. Let's go to best R&B song. Now, this is a songwriter's award. For the pen, y'all. For the pen. 
So a song is eligible if it was first released or first achieved prominence during the eligibility year. Um, and so it's Damage by her with songwriting from Anthony Clemens Jr., Jeff Gittleman, her, Carl McCormick, and Tierra Thomas. Good Days by SZA. Jacob Collier, Carter Lang, Carlos Munoz, Solana Rowe, that's SZA, and Christopher Ruelas. Heartbreak Anniversary, Giveon Evans, Manish, uh, Se- is it Seven? Yeah. Seven Thomas, and Varen Wade. Leave the Door Open by Brandison- Brandon Anderson, Christopher Brody Brown, Dernst E. Mile II, that's D. Mile, and Bruno Mars. And Pick Up Your Feelings by Denisha Blue June Andrews, Audra May Butts, Kyle Coleman, Brittany Chi Coney, Michael Holmes, and Jasmine Sullivan. Now, this is what we were talking about before with, mm-hmm. you know, best R&B performance. If it goes to Leave It Open, we wouldn't be mad at that. Now, the songwriting is where it gets a little different because this is not about the vocal performance. This is about the songwriting. Right. This is about the composition of the song, the construction of the song. So it's like mm-hmm. while the vocal performance on Leave It Open could be stronger, Pick Up Your Feelings very well could be a better written song. Like I, yeah. I would probably lean toward that mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. So I think my personal choice there would be pick up your feelings. I think objectively, they don't give the, it to leave the, 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 This one's tough. It could, it, it could. I this is one of those categories where I genuinely am kind of shook. Not not shook, but I'm just like it could really go any way. Of course, it can go to her. I could see it going to Scissor for Good Days. I, good I'll, Days is a really well written. I would have said that one too. That's Amazing that's the wild song. card here to me. Heartbreak anniversary, give me on. I wouldn't be surprised if 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 it went that way either. Like I, I really I would low key. Hmm. These these other records, that record don't come up to these other two. Leave the door and pick up your feelings. That record is not touching those. Uh yeah yeah. It's not it's different different stratus different level like. But that, that's the other thing we different. have to consider with with the Grammys. Like, why we can sit here and debate the quality of how right. well a song is written, but Grammys they go with numbers or they go with they they have agenda. So it's like it's kind of tough. And 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 given get with Giveon being nominated last year, mm-hmm. it seems like they want to put him in this position where he's constantly racking up these nominations. So giving him a win now would be really dope. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, my personal pick, like I said, pick up your feelings. My objective pick, I could see it going any any direction. I really wouldn't be mad. I think the person, the song that I wanted to go to the least would be Damage by her, which sucks because I love Damage. But I think there are some uh, stronger candidates here. Yeah, no, I'm honestly, I think it's going to be a night of leave the door open versus pick up your feelings. Just Silk Sonic versus Jasmine, I think, in those categories. To me, those are the two standouts Mm -hmm. for all these categories. I mean, not all these categories, but for the ones where they, those two songs are are kind of next to each other. Mm-hmm. I think that those are two are the songs that are really standing out. So, yeah, yeah. Next one, best progressive one of my R&B favorite album, formerly known as Urban Contemporary, yeah. but now is more on point progressive R and B, which I think is also more inclusive of different types of R and B, which we see mentioned here and we mm-hmm. see represented represented was the word i want to use not mentioned represented here mm-hmm. very excited to announce this category for albums containing at least 51 percent playing time of newly recorded progressive vocal tracks derivative of r&b so directly pointing to that alternative side so mm-hmm. alternative r&b would live here for people who don't know mm-hmm. new light by eric bellinger something to say Corey henry mood valiant by hiatus coyote Table for Two, Lucky Day, Dinner Party Dessert, Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder, and Kamasi Washington, Studying Abroad, Extended Stay, Masego. Mm-hmm. 
this is this is like where I listen. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is where I be at. Mm-hmm. I be at the progressive part. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this space, it could go a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. If we want to go Grammy favorites, I would say they would give it to uh, potentially Lucky or or Glasper and Terrace. And yep, yeah, I was gonna say Terrace, right? Um, because uh, Glasper always does well at the Grammys, mm-hmm. but. Those I feel like those albums would probably be the the if you will the, the favorites for them from a from like a voting community standpoint right. Mood Valley is a fantastic mm-hmm. project. I've yet to hear the Corey Henry. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna yeah. get to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric Bellinger is more on. He leans more on the. So Eric Bellinger is, is a you know for those who don't know him singer. He's a writer. He's written some of your favorites on Fine China. He mm-hmm. wrote Wale Joint. You know when I travel on chill on chill. Yeah. Um. He he's written a lot of songs. He wrote on Climax for Usher. No. Tri- Climax Trading Place is one of the two. Mm-hmm. He wrote. For, he's he writes for everybody, right? So. Yeah, he's all been releasing his own music, so he released the project New Lights. Good to see him get some some Grammy love. He typically is like I feel like for his artistry doesn't get that love. Yeah, but now you know it's good for him to get that love. I think he's looked at more like a feature artist to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good to see him as the as the the main act getting the love he he deserves. Uh, Corey Henry, for those who don't know, is uh, you could just say, we'll just call him a pianist. He Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles is a, his group. Amazing dude. I've seen him, met him before. Um, he is a virtu- virtuoso in all all senses of the word when it comes to the craft of piano and, and keys and moving that forward. Amazing, amazing. Uh, Hiatus Coyote, the, the Australian band. Um, I believe they're Australian. I hope they're not from New Zealand or something. No, they're Australian, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into that. They're Australian. But <laughs> really amazing project. They put out a Choose Your Weapon a while ago. Everybody samples, and we talked about Britney. Shout out to Britney. She played a song f- uh, from Australia. Good yeah. job. Yeah. See, I'll be knowing my stuff a little bit. Table for Two. Um, Great Lucky. project. I, I thought it was a good project. When it came out, I only ran it truthfully like once, twice. Mm-hmm. I revisited it the other day. It's it's really, it's it's strong. It's mm-hmm. a strong project. Um, it was a Valentine's Day joint. Yep. Yeah, which yep. Was, I think was was cool. Yeah. Table for two and him doing duets with all women, all the ladies. Yeah, that was really that was really clever. Um, and I, I think it was some really strong feature. That's how we got that that Yeba joint. Mm-hmm. The the Ari track, man. I, Access dinner. That joint is hard. <laughs> um, so I love that. Dinner party is really about it here. Yeah. Dinner party for those who have not listened to it. Terrace Martin, Robert Glasper, Ninth Wonder, Kamasi Washington. Legends in all of their own respects. Terrace producer, Robert producer, pianist, just amazing. <laughs> Ninth Wonder producer, OG, veteran, Kamasi Washington, a leader in in this new era of jazz. I mean, he's been around for a while. They're really leading the charge in that in that way. So um I'd love to see them all do well. Masego. Were you at the event when we met Ninth? Remember when he did the event at Cornell? Of Course, yo, I got the. I still look at the. I got the picture, bro. I think about that all the time. Like, yo, I I didn't understand the magnitude of it when we met him, and now I look back, like, damn, we met Ninth Wonder. We was chopping it with Ninth. Random event, like chopping it. Yeah, and and uh, this is Masego too. Have you heard the Masego project? I haven't. Have not. Check that out. Probably or some of it. Check that out. I think you'd be interested into it. But he's definitely someone who lives in that sort of very jazz derivative uh, space. 
So uh, if y'all have y'all go check these projects out because I know these might be a little bit left of center for y'all, but like go check those out. Mm-hmm. All right, best R and B album for albums containing at least fifty one percent playing time of new R and B recordings. Temporary highs in the violet skies. Snow Allegra. We are John Baptiste. Gold Digger Sound. Leon Bridges. Back of my mind. Her. Hotels. Jasmine Sullivan. This mm. this is a really challenging category. This is the probably the scariest one of the R and B. If this is the this is the category for me where I would want Jasmine to just go. Yeah, just go, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Give it to Jasmine. Boom. If y'all don't give her best performance and best song, whatever, give her this one. If anything, mm-hmm. uh, temporary highs. I feel like I personally visit the project a lot, but it's I feel like project. I'm not certain that that's the case for everybody else because it's a, it, it was a little bit of veer. She veered off a little bit. It's very different from, 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 yeah. yeah. So she veered off a little bit. Um, so I don't know how many people caught on to the new wave mm-hmm. um, and who are with her in the violet skies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are John Betty's fantastic, fantastic project. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It, it just, it's so vibrant, earthy. Those are the words I would use. Shows off his virtuosic talent. Uh, Gold digger sound. Leon Bridges. Amazing. Uh, brought him, I think, more into like the modern side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still love it. Back of my mind. Hotels. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, Hotels <laughs> is amazing. It is. Uh, so that's, that's, what, that's what we're going to do, man. I think it's, it's going to go to Jasmine. But if it doesn't, it'll go to... John Batiste. Yeah, yeah. John. I, I I could see that because he's also like a Grammy. They like him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I think this is another category where it's kind of like anyone but <laughs> but that that one project that we've spoken about on this podcast before. But uh, yeah, I think my personal pick and my like seventy five percent, I think objectively is going to go to Jasmine. But I'm really hoping that it goes to Jasmine. I of course wouldn't be mad if Snow got it from what I heard from the John Batiste project would be dope Leon of course but it's just like for and we're gonna get into this later in the overall category for you know what no. best rap performance we, we've said enough <laughs> best See, rap I'm, performance. I'm just focusing on what I need to focus on right now yeah Best rap performance for a rap performance. Family Ties, Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar, Up by Cardi B, My Life, J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Way Too Sexy, Drake featuring Future and Young Thug and Thought by Megan Thee Stallion. Now, definitely dope to see Baby Keem get a nomination. You know, shout out to him. Moray, shout out to him. We we got put on to Moray by Chris Omar earlier this year. Grammy nomination now. Incredible. Shout out to, you know, Drake, Future Thug, of course. Meg has been racking up her nominations. Cardi B, of course. Uh, Rap Album of the Year a couple couple years ago. So, um, interesting category. Um, I personally, I think I would like to see this go to Cole, 21 Savage, and Moray. I think, mm-hmm. objectively, My Life and Way Too Sexy probably have the least chance. I think Cardi, just because she's got the... The Grammy legacy. Well, where's the performances? Like, where did the where did they perform it? That was like a thing. What do you mean? When I think about like performances, I think of and and this is probably not the way the category works, but yeah. it's just I think about it as like <sighs> where have we heard? Where did, did you know was the video strong? Was I think about like the whole thing of mm-hmm. the song? Like 
the places where like did they do it on the award show? Did mm-hmm. they do it on a on a late night show that was really mm-hmm. strong? Like gotcha. I think about like how they push the song and like yeah. I think about it for that way for performance. That's just how I think about it personally. I, I guess for right. me, I think of performance as like the literal delivery of it on on the record. Yeah. Like how are the lyrics performed by the artist? That's like, fair. You know, so of course I would love to see Drake Future Thug get it. I would love to see Cole 21 Murray get it. But I think Cardi's got the Grammy legacy. Like I was alluding to Meg, of course, like is always a possibility. And Kendrick is on <laughs> Kendrick <laughs> and Baby Keem. Like they would love to give it to a new act. Baby Keem is also up for Best New Artist. And it's Kendrick Lamar. I think that they would love to give Kendrick an, another Grammy, too. So I think, you know, some people may not like this because Keem is polarizing already. I think people might have to prepare for it to possibly go to Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. But I would love to see it go to Cole, 21, and Moray from my life. How about you? Um, This category, I'm not really mad at anything. Mm-hmm. I you know on the rap categories I, unless I feel strongly I'm kind of like yeah yeah everybody cool yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yay everyone <laughs> all right best melodic rap performance for a solo or collaborative performance containing both elements of R and B melodies and rap I'm glad this category exists it's a great category absolutely I'm glad this exists. absolutely is this the one that used to be rap song yes rap song and and then they switched it. Okay, that's good. That's very good. Yeah, so the nominees are Pride is the Devil, J. Cole featuring Lil Baby, Need to Know by Doja Cat, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow, What's Your Name, Tyler the Creator featuring mm. Young Boy, Never Broke Again, and Ty Dolla Sign, and Hurricane, Kanye West featuring The Weeknd, and Lil Baby. Uh, good category, too. I, I, I think it covers the the commercial Mm-hmm. But also just stuff that resonated with people. It's mm-hmm. really dope to see well, well, what's your name on there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, his first Grammy nomination. Ty, um, and there's a clear agenda with the Grammys to get. get they they want to get Kanye one with with Hurricane being on there and it being nominated Rap Album of the Year and Overall Album of the Year. So I would tell people prepare for this to possibly go to Kanye, The Weeknd, and Little Baby for Hurricane. But um. I think also Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow is a very, very real possibility. And Doja Cat. I think, unfortunately, in this situation, Cole and Lil Baby, Tyler, NBA Youngboy, and Todd Allison are probably the least likely. Um, I think they'll give it to Lil Nas. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll give it to Lil Nas or Doja. I think, yeah, I think Lil Nas X or Kanye. I don't really have, like, personal pick here i mean i i i enjoyed all these records even hurricane i i did think it was good um but uh i guess i guess personally i, I would i would like to see it go to tyler but i i just don't see it happening for this um not for this one the, for this the one. other one possibly yeah best rap song again this is a songwriter's award so bath salts is by sean carter Kasim Dean, Michael Fomo, Nazir Jones, and Earl Simmons. This is DMX featuring Jay-Z and Nas. Best Friends, Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. The songwriters are Amala, Zandeli, Diamini, that's Doja Cat, Lucas Gottwald, Randall Avery Hammers, Diamante Harper, Asia Smith, Theron Thomas, Theron Thomas, and Rocco Valdez. Family Ties is a baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar, but the songwriters are Rashwita, Larisha Bacha, Hakeem Carter, that's Baby Keem, Tobias Decker, Colin Franken, Jasper Harris, Kendrick Lamar, of course, Ronald Latour, and Dominic Petrzik. Uh, Jail, this is Kanye West featuring Jay-Z. Songwriters are Dwayne Abernathy Jr., Sean Carter, Raul Kubina, Michael Dean, Charles M. Nyapa, Sean Solomar, Brian Hugh Warner, Kanye West, and Mark Williams. And then My Life, J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. This is uh, 
Uh, Songwriters are Shea, Ben, Abraham, Joseph, that's 21 Savage, and Jermaine Cole. Now, uh, this will lead into a kind of bigger discussion here, but I do think there is a possibility this could go to DMX, Jay-Z, Nas, and the Associated Songwriters for the posthumous um, Mm -hmm. look. I know DMX has been nominated for three three Grammys and has never won one. Um, and we did see that, you know, and one example is Nipsey. He ended up getting his, his, uh, his first Grammy for uh, hire posthumously. Was it, for was hire. it higher or was it racks in the middle? No, it was for hire. It might've been racks in the middle. Also I mean, might've got both. Yeah. I think it got the nom for racks in the middle. I'm pretty sure it won for hire. Cause I think okay. Caleb went on stage. Didn't Caleb go on stage yeah. with the, with the family? Okay. Yeah. Um, but tripping? yeah, no, no, you might know. I, 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 he got one for sure. He he definitely got one posthumously for sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, and um, and so Nick brought up a really interesting question. You know, as an artist nominated for a category with a song that is very viable, would you feel a way if an award was given to an artist posthumously and the narrative surrounding it was, you know, they're kind of trying to pay homage in that way? And, you know, obviously this is a very touchy subject. All due respect to DMX and his family, we're not trying to say that, you know, he is undeserving. This is just a general discussion about if this were the case. This just this category kind of spawned the discussion, just to clear that up. Um, and I, I think, from again, I'm not an artist, but I think if I were to put myself in the place of an artist, it would kind of be like, ah, damn, but it's kind of like, in a way you kind of would have to respect it too. That. Because, like, whether the artist is alive or not, the song is nominated. Like, it, you, your songs are in the same category. And it's kind of like, how do you measure songwriting? Like, how there's no way to quantify it. Like, your song might be better commercially, but the, some of the best commercial songs are the least com- complex or the least or the the worst songwriting wise. So yeah, it's like, composed, you know, yeah. so it's really hard to kind of quantify and compare in that way. Like, I think there's a natural disappointment. Like if you get nominated, that's dope. But it's like, if I get nominated, I, I, I do want to win. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it I think for uh, the posthumous, the, the, the artists who passed their family, their team, everyone around them, you know, it's a great moment for them. It's, it's very, it's a very heartwarming type thing. So I think, you know, you, you could, be, you could, you definitely have the right to be upset about it, but to a certain extent. I think you said it well, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just live with what you said. <laughs> Cause I don't have no, ex, that's no extra. I ain't saying nothing actually with it, but yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. It's one of those things mm-hmm. you kind of just like, Hey, you know, you got to eat that. If you know, you just got to let that be what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, best rap album for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new rap recordings. So we got The Off Season by J. Cole. We got Certified Love Boy by Drake. We got King's Disease 2 by Nas. We got Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. And we got Donda by Kanye West. Now, I saw people complaining about this category. And for me, it's like, what'd you expect? What did they want? This was a big release year in rap. We got a Drake album. We got a J. Cole album. We got a Kanye West album. We got a Nas album. We got a Tyler the Creator album. Who has has precedent now? Igor. Like, you know, and I think last year with the Grammys trying to kind of, I, it felt like pandering. That rap category last year where it was Royce to 5'9", Freddie Gibbs, Nas, D. Smoke, and J. Electronica. It felt like pandering to me. Yeah. And all, all these like underground niche rap fans who always want their their favorite also artists. The old heads too. Yeah, the old heads too. Like everyone's saying, oh, real rap is back. This feels like the reset button. It's like, 
Y'all do not get too excited. This is the Grammys, dog. This is the Grammys. They will easily come back next year like, nah, these are the five biggest commercial albums. These are the nominees. And so people were getting upset about this, and I was like, I, I did not take last year's nominations as, oh, this is w- what to expect moving forward. Absolutely not. And, like, 2020 wasn't really a big rap release year. Like, while I think the category should have been Lil Baby, uh, Pop Smoke, Mac Miller Circles, uh, a couple other younger artists. Like, it was like, okay, it's dope to see. Ro- I like Royce. It was dope to see Royce get nominated. Freddie Gibbs has been grinding for years. Dope to see him get nominated. But it's like, do not expect that to be the precedent. Like, at the end of the day, the Grammys are never going to get it right for every demographic of the rap fan base. They're the rappers who love the mainstream guys, and they're rappers who love the underground stuff. And last year, they gave us the underground stuff. But you got to remember, just a couple years ago, that amazing rap category where we had Mac Miller swimming, Travis Scott Astro World, Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap, Pusha T Daytona, Cardi B Invasion of Privacy. That was probably the most balanced rap category that we've had in a while of yeah. commercial stuff, stuff that just resonated, stuff that was high quality. It was like, but it, it also depends on what comes out in, in the year and what stands out. You gotta know Drake Certified Lover Boy, what it did commercially this year. The impact, the way it resonated, that's getting nominated. J. Cole, offseason, that's getting nominated. Like yeah. Kings Disease 2, Nas just got nominated last year. Of course he's going to get it again. Tyler, there's precedent there. Kanye West, they're, they're try, like Kanye, Donda is good to a lot of people. It's really resonating. It was also commercially successful. They're trying to position Kanye in a way where he's getting back in people's good graces mm-hmm. and, and winning awards that, you know, many people feel like he deserves. So I'm like, you know, and the, there was uh, Carl Cherry said, like, you know, there should be a – there should be a separate rap album category. There should be traditional rap, and then there should be, like, more modern rap. And I'm okay. like, Interesting. I don't like the labeling of traditional rap, personally, because okay. it feels reductive. It's like it's kind of like the people who remember when, like... like spitting is, like, traditional. Yeah, it's kinda like when, when Future and Thug and Lil Yachty and all them got popping, and they're like, mumble rap is like, why are y'all so opposed to letting rap evolve like these people unlocked a new sound that a lot of people like you don't like it because it's not what you grew up on right so you know while a traditional rap album category and a modern rap or however you want to label it could be cool i'm like why don't we just expand the category a little bit why don't we just have more, more nominees there instead of five eight or or, or or ten i don't know like you know and that and it's like cause at the end of the day hip-hop rap is is the biggest genre in the world right now so, like, why not? Why limit it to just five albums? It's hard to, and the Grammys are never going to satisfy everybody. But I think rather than trying to make a separate category and making these rappers feel as though they don't fit in with rap by saying, oh, you're, you're modern rap. Like, like, there's no best melodic rap album category. This is best melodic rap performance. So I feel like it would be weird to make a best melodic rap category like i think best tradition you said huh you said best oh no you said but, yeah like like to, to split it up like rap to me is rap rap is it's multifaceted there there's several things so within gotta, rap i'm gonna i'm gonna come back at you with that so what's the difference for it being an r&b i think where carl may be trying to say which i'll defend you carl i know you're not here <laughs> but what i think might be the opposite side of it being reductive possibly is the idea of creating space mm-hmm. John Baptiste and a terrace and dinner party and those albums don't get to live in a space. Corey Henry doesn't get to live in a space where they're competing with the hers and the other things like that because commercial is always going to take precedent. In this case of having a traditional, it allows for those who, and progressive, I think, mm-hmm. 
And maybe progressive is something that needs to come over to that rap, might be possibly. a better label for it. It maybe needs to come over there. But I think for me, the way I look at it, as of someone who appreciates that stuff mm-hmm. and really listens to that, was what I go to naturally. I like to see them get acknowledgement mm-hmm. and recognition for the contribution that they do because yeah. those people tend to put the craft first before everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Not to say people ain't commercial ain't doing it. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I think to that case, traditional rap, and we're just speculating here, it may not be as harmful as it may sound mm-hmm. to have that available for those who making the, you know, and that's not just like the Griselda types, you know, like that, that's very traditional. Mm-hmm. If one would say traditional rap, yeah. but maybe traditional, is not the right thing, maybe progressive or maybe something else, yeah. some sort of other delineation where the people like, you know, Anaz or the people like whoever else um, who wouldn't fit, fit the mold or whatever, the D smokes, those type of people can live in a space where they're created space. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the way I would, yeah, that's the other side of. Things. I feel you. Like the, the I, I do like the progressive label, so I feel you there. I, I guess my thing is I hate this this thing where these old heads have to talk down on the new rap and say it doesn't have a space next to theirs. And it's like, we do the same thing R and B. I know, and I I mean I, I hate that too. I know, but, but it's more annoying in rap though because like they they act like because it's not Freer. like what they are used to, it's not good. It's like bro. Some of these new rappers are better than some of y'all favorite rappers. Young Thug is more lyrical than some of them dudes from the '80s that y'all hail. Like, let's let's keep it a buck, man. Let's <laughs> let's really keep it a buck. Young Thug rap better than a lot of y'all favorites from from the old days. So, I don't, you know, I I I don't really appreciate that. Like, progressive, I I, I like that. And it's like also people in this category. Drake makes progressive rap. Uh, Kanye makes progressive rap. Tyler yeah. makes progressive rap. Call me if you get lost. Was you know he he, he did that's the whole, my pick. He, he did the whole DJ drama thing. So it's it, hard. It, it felt more old school mixtape type feel. But he's very progressive with his rap. Nas be rapping on new new type beats and like so it's like what are like what we need to specify what we're where the cutoff is between traditional and. Uh, modern or yeah, traditional like, might not fit for rap is it the delivery is it that. the beats is it the is it what they're talking about like that that's my problem with it like In r&b it's delivery right it's purely delivery and it's like the sound it's the style right. it's the makings because you know it's more leaning traditional instrumentation or just different recording processes that you wouldn't see otherwise but, but that's my thing is like this wasn't a conversation when Cardi B and Travis Scott were nominated and like their rap is progressive to me 21 Savage and um, who who's nominated that year? Twenty one Meek, Igor. Igor was in, and like Tyler was vocal about that. He was like, "This was not a rap album, so I don't like that I'm being put into, you know, this category." It's like it's I, and you know, I I understand Tyler's position, but like my thing always was, it's it's alternative rap to me, but it still falls under the rap umbrella. All Thug, yes, yes. Thug, Benny the Butcher, Tyler. Playboy Cardi, they all fall under the rap umbrella to me. So I'm not mad if they're nominated for best rap album and the, the and the title just stays that. I think right. the category should be expanded though, because deciding between five albums, you're never going to get it right for the for the rap fan base. And like you know, at the end of the day, there's never going to be a consensus, and that's okay. People got to get over over the fact that your favorite album is not Grammy nominated. That's okay, but I don't know. I'd, but do you think that this is wrong though? If you no, think no, no, no. No, no, this is a great category. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm not mad at it. It's, it's the people who wanted the the Mac Homies and like all, all these other undergrounders, which are great. I, I no no disrespect to I them, but it's like you, you got to be honest, dog. Like like you you really got to keep it. It's, it's like me saying, 
how is Mariah the Scientist and I'm not nominated? And granted, she might be big, but it's like compared to her, compared to Jasmine, the impact that those albums had, I, I'm not going to be like, how dare they? Oh, we need to make a new category. Like, no. Like, it's like people got to be realistic <laughs> about their faves. You got to be realistic about your faves. So that's my thing. But I think this is a really good category. I think personally <laughs> the the off season is was my favorite rap album this year so i would love to see uh j cole get it of course i'd love to see drake get it a certified love boy even if my feelings on that are well documented but i think he's gonna go to donda you think so i think he's gonna go to donda man really i do i think i think i feel like because i would want it to be this way that the narrative has been for tyler and you know he's talking about like I finally feel accepted in rap. Like, mm-hmm. you know, BT ain't show me no love. Now they invite me to perform and I'm finally getting these award shows. I'm finally getting the interviews that I've always wanted. I'm, you know, this sort of, like he said, the vindication. Vindication yep. is the theme of this last few weeks. Yeah. But anyways, um, I would see that as like him finally getting nominated in rap album for a rap, very rap album, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's left of center rap, mm-hmm. but so rap in its core getting that look, I, that wouldn't shock me either. Yeah. And I think a lot of old heads respected this project. A lot of people who I know who come out there were, you know, Levels Crew, shout out Levels Crew. Yeah. They was in the chat like, look, Tyler came with it, right? Yeah. It, it's just what it was. And before, you know, people have gotten rid of the shock value thing and mm-hmm. now listening to him. So I think he's saying that that's interesting. I feel like it, to me it's Tyler or, or Cole, mm. personally. I would love to see it go to Cole. I, and I think there's a chance for it. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just this this fear welling up within me that Donda, Donda going to do it. I don't know, man. Donda going to do it. Let's get into these overall categories. So record of the year. This is awarded to the artists and the producers, recording engineers, mixers, and mastering engineers. Um, for the sake of time, I don't, I'm not going to read all these, but I'm just going to read the artists and, and the song. Uh, I Still Have Faith in You by ABBA. Freedom by John Batiste. I Get a Kick Out of You, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Peaches, Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. Right on Time, Brandy Carlisle. Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish. Montero, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. And Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. Okay, record of the year. Mm-hmm. Artists and producers, like full on everything. Mm-hmm. I think record of the year. Ugh. The undertaking of that was, just because I know a little bit about like how they recorded, I think, is Leave the Door Open. Mm-hmm. It's it's recorded as that sort of style too. Using that everything is like in that style. Mm-hmm. So, just trying to recapture something from a specific time piece, it's a period piece project. You know, I, I say that. I think that that would be warrant them to get some recognition for that. Mm-hmm. But the way Nas, just like Lil Nas X, really just took over. I think in the, in the time and talk about marketing that he's a, he's a case study for y'all Incredible. marketing. Y'all got to market your stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's the example. Olivia Rodrigo, I think going to sneak up on everybody. Yeah. I think she's going to sneak up on everybody. Sis did a billion streams. Yeah. It's did that billion streams. It's that or is Leela Droben for me? Uh, objectively, I think it could go to one. I really like the, the kiss me more song. Great too. record. Great record. Like every time I come, like it's a, some songs come on the radio, you get mad, you switch it. I I let it play <laughs> every time, every time. <laughs> no, that 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 one, you know, giving us the full team of everybody from everyone gets the right. It's kind of it, this one. I'm really not sure. Yeah, I'm really not sure 
I, I honestly think if things were different, like if if Olivia if this if Olivia Rodrigo wasn't involved in so many categories this year, I think Doja would would, would clean up to be honest. But yeah. I, I think Olivia is going to be the one taking a lot of, right. of the award this year. So yeah, I would go driver's license or leave the door open. But I think Kiss Me More Kiss Me More is a solid sleeper for sure, for sure. Um, all right, let's go to. Album of the Year, award to the artists, oh, featured no. artists, songwriters, producers, recording engineers, mixers, mastering engineers. That's Again, for the sake of time, I'm going to read just the album title and these the These are just a paragraph, just so y'all know. Bruh, these are taking so up the full page. Like, Donda's taking the full page. But it's dope that now everyone involved with the album is getting an award. Because it used to be like you had to be on involved with like a percentage of it or something like that. Like I think it's still, I think it still holds true. Yeah. Because I think it's like, I forget what percentage Maybe, but I don't want to say it's 33%. Something I could like be that. capping co- mm-hmm. completely, but whatever. Just say there's a percentage that you have to fulfill. Um, and then I think you get you get a certificate yeah. if, you know, you were a part and you weren't one of the significant contributors to yeah. a project. Yeah. Um, you get a certificate. Yeah. But we got We Are by John Batiste. We got Love for Sale, Tony Bennett, and the Lady Gaga. Justice, Triple Chucks of Deluxe, Justin Bieber. Ha. Huh. Uh, Planet Her Deluxe by Doja Cat Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish Back of My Mind Her, Montero, Lil Nas X Sour, Olivia Rodrigo Evermore by Taylor Swift Donda by Kanye West How do you feel about this category overall? I think they I think they got a lot of things right in this category From just albums that I've heard of mm-hmm. I haven't heard everything in this category mm-hmm. Just being honest uh, But for the things that I know did seismic numbers this year, mm-hmm. I think oh, there's a lot of representation here. Yeah, uh, specifically like people who just kind of in their own way took over the culture for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, John Batiste, I really they love him because you know he's like one of those true. He's like a true American, like jazz sort of aficionado. He's a I think I call him a steward of of that part of the culture. He really carries that that knowledge that. That stylistic a delivery, all of the above. So mm-hmm. um, I see why he's here. Love for sale. Tony Bennett is a legend. Lady Gaga, paying respect to the legend, doing a collab project. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Planet Her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that joint is there, Planet bro. Her. Because it's Justin. Because it's Bieber. I mean, Bieber's you know, future Hall of Famer. It's Bieber. Yeah. Uh, Planet Her, Doja. Doja's had the breakout. Mm-hmm. Year eighteen months, I would yeah. say. What like, a time! She's really did something, and I think she's. I think she's established. She keeps going up, and I'm just like, dang, y'all gonna have to see. Like Doja is this is becoming a standard for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. I think kids in 2035 are gonna be talking about Doja. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, so uh, happier than ever. Billie Eilish, not my favorite of Billie. Solid pro- uh, tracks on there. Mm-hmm. It, you know it. it it's Billy. She's, you know, homegirl swept. I forget what that year that was. Was that 2020 or 2020? 2020. Yeah, she yeah. just swept. I mean, Billy, Billy do numbers every time. She also be, she's uh, club billion streams too. Yeah. Um, Back of my mind, her. Montero. Montero. Lil Nas. Lil Nas. Why are you? <laughs> it's funny every time. <laughs> you make it so dramatic. Montero, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X obviously has. Really, I think he's he's shown people. I think he had a huge chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more than Old Town Road, mm-hmm. and y'all gonna see, and y'all don't even know what I've really got. And I think he is the example of like, do 
y'all got to push your projects. You got to roll out your projects. You got to give a story behind your project. You got to, you know, do activations, do things, do different ways to get people, bring attention to your music. And it just shows that someone who's at the height still putting that care and attention to that part of the craft. Cause that is a part of the craft too. If you want to be an artist, that is a part of the craft too. learning how to put your stuff out there. Um, And so I, I give him all respect for being here, and I and I know that that project is. I think it deserves to be in this category. Sour Olivia Rodrigo, no cap. I ran that joint today, for who it's for, and I don't go to that pocket. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, well, it's not obvious. I guess I don't go to that pocket listening wise, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it listening as a, as an outsider. Like, it's if I were to like rock walk into the wrong room and like hear that stuff, I would stay and just say, oh, this is cool. I like what's going on over here, and I can respect it and dip. Club Billy streams. Um, I think she's on Disney Channel. She was in the High School Musical reboot or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong, but whatever. So she's important to the TikTok generation. Mm-hmm. And Taylor, it's Taylor. Hello. Yeah. She's going to be here. Yeah. Kanye, um, I think you've said all that needs to be said about Kanye or why he's kind of in these overall categories here. They're trying to, the narrative of trying to uh, include him more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. And Kanye will always have fans. Yeah. Kanye will always have people who rock with him. That's why people saying he's canceled is dumb. Kanye was never canceled. It's Ever. just some people just got off the train. They're like, no, this this is enough, man. Like, you've pushed it too far. That's yeah. it. But he was never canceled. Yeah. So who is your pick? Pers- Grammy pick and then personal. Yeah. Who's your uh, Grammy pick? Objectively, I think I think we got a uh, Olivia Rodrigo. I, I think I think they're gonna give it to her too. Yeah. That's what I think. I think I, I think it's her time. I think that's her or Doja to me. Uh, no, I think also Nas. You can't put Lil Nas yeah. out yet. Yeah, I, I think if I had to make Those a hierarchy three. of the objective ones, Olivia, Lil Nas X, and Doja. Like don't don't sleep on Doja. Can't sleep on her, of course. Personally, who I would like to see it go to, I think Doja. Yeah. I, I think Doja. I think Planet Her has it's it's, it's super impactful it's, this year. Super it's, impactful. It's touched every corner. Resonating. Getting to it, yeah, is in every commercial. Kiss Me More is running the world. Radio, you write is all over the radio. It's she, it's touching. It's yeah. it's everywhere. So it's, it's a nomination that 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 you that you can't be mad at it. You really can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. How about you? Oh, you said Olivia, right? You think? I think Olivia, mm-hmm. but just as like a sleeper, like the same way Billy was like, yo, everyone was like, wait, who won? Mm-hmm. You know, th- that sort of thing. I think Olivia could win this. Like, yeah. And people will be like, yo, after the win, go back and listen to the project and realize like what it is. Um, but I, my personal pick would be Doja. I would want to see Doja get it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's between a Doja, Lil Nas X, and Olivia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Song of the Year, Songwriters Award, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. Songwriters were Fred Gibson, Johnny McDade, and Ed Sheeran, of course. A Beautiful Noise by Alicia Keys and Brandi Carlisle, written by Ruby Amonfu, Brandi Carlisle, Brandi Clark, Alicia Keys, Hillary Lindsay, Lori McKenna, Linda Perry, and Haley Witters. Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Songwriters were Daniel Negro and Olivia Rodrigo. Fight for You by Her, uh, written by Dernst Emile, Demile, Her, and Tierra Thomas. 
Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish, written by Billie Eilish, O'Connell, and Phineas O'Connell, her brother. Kiss Me More, Doja Cat, featuring SZA. Uh, Rogue, Shahayed, Amala, Zandile, Diamini, Lucas Gottwald, Carter Lang, Ger- Gerard A. Powell, Solana Rowe, David Sprecher. Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, written by Brandon Anderson, Christopher Brody Brown, Dernst E. Mile II, and Bruno, Ma- Bruno Mars. Montero by Lil Nas X, written by Denzel Batiste, David Barral, Omar Fidi Fidi, uh, Montero Hill, and Roy Lenzo. Peaches, Justin Bieber, featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. So many names. Louis Bell, Justin Bieber, Giveon, Desmond Evans, Bernard Harvey, Felicia Fury King, Matthew Sean Leon, Louis Manuel Martinez Jr., Aaron Simmons, Ashton Simmons, Andrew Watman, and Kayvon Yazdani. And mm-hmm. Right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. Brandy Car- written by Brandy Carlisle, Dave Cobb, Phil Hanseroth, and Tim Hanseroth. Um, uh, solid category. Um, I this is song, this is song of the year. Yeah, so songwriting. Again, I think prepare for <laughs> Livia Rodrigo driver's license. Um, it was. It was. I like the song. Yeah, it's an interesting song. Yeah, it was cool. To like the way she wrote it. I think also you gotta look out for Lil Nas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in this case, you know, I don't think uh, leave the door open to me is the. The, the obvious winner here and all. Um, I think when you play into the bigger crowds, like yeah. just general categories, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more than just what we listen to. Yeah. So definitely looking for Lil Nas X to be in the top, possibly Olivia again. They could give it to Billy. Mm-hmm. They could give it to Billy. Uh, but yeah, this one, this one is like this is also like because now they have nine in these categories. It's yeah. like I'm kind of like, dang, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I've accepted. Oh, excuse me. That's some that some of our songs get in there just for just for, kind of for the look. Like, oh yeah, we're like inclusion, which is good. Inclusion is good. I, I support the inclusion, but I, I yeah, I, I don't I don't see Leave the Door Open taking this one. I don't see Peaches taking this one. I don't see not the Peaches is ours. Give you on Daniel, of course, but not be. But yeah, I don't know. I yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, prepare for. Her. Uh, best new artist. This category recognizes an artist whose eligibility year releases achieved a breakthrough into the public consciousness and notably impacted the musical landscape. Nominees are Aruj Aftab, Jimmy Allen, Baby Keem, Phineas, Glass Animals, Japanese Breakfast, The Kid Leroy, Arlo Parks, Olivia Rodrigo, and Saweetie. Olivia. Saweetie being here is interesting. Olivia. Yeah. Shout out Arlo Parks. Yeah, I'm not familiar, but uh, dope there's, a, there's a few names in here that you should dive into. But uh, shout out to the Kid Leroy too. Kid Leroy's dope. I like some some new stuff. I've only heard the the main joint from TikTok. Without you, without you, that one. No, the stage joint. I'll be if you get me right there. Don't you stay? Don't you stay? Yeah, yeah, that's my yeah. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, he's nice. I like Killer Roy. It's going to Olivia. Yeah, I put money on this category. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Um, I'm just so I'm so <laughs> intrigued by the Saweetie inclusion. Why is that? <laughs> Why is that laugh? Because it's kind of like best friend getting it. I mean, she got Doja on there too. It's like, all, all right, I, I guess, but uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not hating. Sweetie, cool. So, um, you know, but that's the Grammy. So we would definitely love to hear you all's perspective. We would love to hear who y'all think the snubs are. Um, we would love to hear 
your predictions. We would love to hear everything. And you know, I you know I, I've said this last last year. I've stopped becoming emotionally invested in the Grammys, and I think that you should too. And Nick and I were having an interesting conversation mm-hmm. about this about you know certain artists at different places in their careers not prioritizing the Grammys anymore, like not submitting their stuff. Like, oh, I don't I don't care. And, you know, there are some younger artists who had products that potentially could have been considered that may not have been submitted. And it's kind of like, you know, as an artist, I think while you recognize the Grammys may not be the best gauge of things, like it's great to have that trophy on your mantle. I was telling Nick, like, you know, if, if you're an artist and you have a parent who's like, you know, get a real job, don't do music. Like there's no bigger flex than coming to your mom. Like, Hey mom, like, you know, you thought I couldn't do it, but you supported me through it. And here, here's this Grammy. Like, I got that for you. And, you know, I think, you know, people at different levels just have different feelings about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I think, you know, for us fans, you, you, while you can be invested in your favorite artist's success, you should not let a Grammy snub get you, you know, up in arms. Because at the end of the day, this committee is not necessarily representative of us. They don't fully understand the impact that your favorite album might have had. So, you know, this is why I think we need to continue to invest in our black award shows. The BT Awards has improved a lot. You know, BT mm-hmm. Awards got crap for a while, but they've improved a lot. Soul Train Awards have improved a lot. So mm-hmm. you know, just focus on the things that really care about what you care about and don't let this stuff get you get you all wrong up. Because it's, <laughs> it's it's really not worth it. But uh that's our Grammy talk for the boy Armand, for the guy, Nick, uh, make sure you follow us at Stay Busy Pod. Uh, make sure you tap into all of our older episodes. Hit our YouTube channel. Hit us everywhere. Listen to the Stay Busy Slide Deck playlist. But beyond that, put them leftovers in the dumpster. Stay safe. <laughs> stay humble. And stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. Man. Ooh.